much help. Oh, he doesn't need any help. How about that? It's a happy ending for Scotland for a change. The time has come. And he's found across Al Robson Cano. He's turned brilliantly. What a goal that is. Deli Alley, Daniel Sturridge. Sturridge scores. It's over. It is over. Greece are the champions of Europe. The ultimate outsiders. And here's Gascoigne. Brilliant play! Oh! Take a bow! Rooney. He's done it again. Dear Walcott accelerating. Pulled back towards Danny Welbeck! England lead again! Trezeguet is waiting in the centre. Trezeguet! France have won the European Championship! The only thing that they have got is the big boy up front, Sigurdsson, who really, Sigthorsson. Oh, oh my word. My oh. Tell us, talk us through that, Steve. I think we know what's happened. We'll talk go us through. Getting bad results, shitting bad results, shitting bad results, shitting bad results. Welcome to Man Marking at Euro 2020. In today's episode, we'll be taking a look back over the second week of the tournament. In part one, we'll be reviewing the group stages. Part two, we'll see us preview the last 16, and then we'll be wrapping up with some of your listener questions. So a big hello to you, the listener. And thank you for joining us. We're very happy to have you. I'm also joined by Ryan Pulford and Anthony Olsen, as per usual listening to us today in that sort of uncomfortable nether region between the group stages and the last 16 but do not fear dear listener do not fear because we are here to make sure that you have properly reminisced about the group stages and are ready and informed in air quotes informed oh yeah in italics ahead of some very exciting last 16 sites but before we get to all that chaps and ryan i'm going to start with you what was your favorite match from the air since you know, since we last spoke a week ago, um, I think I'm going to say Hungary Germany, just because of the permutations. It was just absolutely crackers, and Hungary for the large part were sensational. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to argue with it. To be honest with you, Ant, what's yeah. your favourite game? <laughs> I won't. I'm not. I'm not doing a promise. Favorite game. Favorite game from the last week, mate. Come on, hit me with a game. Hit me with one of what I haven't been thinking about. I like the one where Scotland won it all, and when he drew down. Oh, for God's sake! Sorry, sorry. Was Sweden Poland? Will um. No, do you actually want my favorite game? Just that Denmark one. Yeah. Bloody great game of football. Mm. Fans bearing the stands. Yeah. Cups on the pitch. Cups. Oh, twenty yard goals. Just a left back playing. Oh, just out of his skin. Oh, so good. Do you want to know what? Do you want to know what my one was? A little bit of a left fielder. Can I guess? Go on, mate. I'm gonna say Wales, Italy. No, it was absolutely terrible. Ruined by Switzerland, Turkey. No. Oh, okay. 
No, none of those. Hole in Sweden. No. You're just going to name them all. That was the last one. That's all the games. Um, I really enjoyed France and Hungary, the 1-1. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just thought, just thought, it wasn't it was in the last week since we last spoke? Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. I just didn't, I enjoyed so that France Hungary? France well, Hungary. Any particular reason? For that? It was just, you know, one of those games where it was like, it was just, it was intense. Oh, yeah, because there's actually maniacs in the crowd. Yeah. That's I mean, we don't really, it's probably not for us to mention, right? I mean, it probably is for us to mention, it should be for everyone to mention, really, the some of the quite horrific political things that are, that are going on in, yeah, in, 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 in Hungary. Um, but... I just thought the whole occasion was it was it was a proper tournament game. I, I can't I, I I prefer the games like the the we'll get onto uh, group F the group of death um, shortly. But I preferred watching. See, I watched Portugal France for almost the whole of that evening because there was a full stadium, and I feel like watching a tournament game is better when there's a full stadium, especially when you get like. You know, a third of the crowd is one team, a third of the crowd is the other team, and the rest of them are just locals absolutely loving life. Just like, great this, got to go home tonight. Half and half shirts, half and half scarves. Exactly, I'm, I'm all for that type Fell of business. Outside, absolutely, absolute fortune. <laughs> quite right, quite right. So let's move on then to, to part one the group stages. The group stages are now complete, so we're going to go back to frontier. We're going to start with the group of depth, as previously mentioned. You've just sort of alluded to it there, Ryan. Do you want to talk to me about that final night? Oh. Just talk to me about it. Talk no. to the listeners about it as well, but look me in the eye and talk to me about it. Well, I think the things to mention were, at one point, Portugal were every position in the group, yeah. fourth, third, second, first. At one point, England were due to play every team in the group. That would have been quite a difficult encounter. <laughs> it would have been, Against yeah. 44 players. Yeah, but there you go, would have took them. Um, <laughs> But you know what I mean? At one point, we're playing France and Germany and Portugal and Hungary and obviously ended up with Germany. Three points separated top to bottom. Hungary obviously came bottom, but by no means disgraced themselves. They were only behind for six minutes over the three games, which I think is quite incredible. That's ridiculous. Um, I assume that that six minutes was the six minutes in the Portugal game. Portugal game. That's the only time they were behind. Minging that, isn't it? Yeah. It reminds me of that time when Portsmouth won the league and they only spent the last four minutes or something top of the and league. the thing is, with Hungary, obviously they surrendered possession, defended well, counter-attacked. But every time they scored a goal, it was lovely. Yeah. It was a really good goal. We well, apart it. from the second one against Germany. I thought it was lovely. It was all wafted <laughs> ball and it just headed it in. You know, it's so nice. So, there was... There was I was stamping my feet and buzzing. There was, there was two things that I really, really, really enjoyed that evening. So... I mean, there were lots of things I enjoyed, but there were there, there was a, actually there were three things. There was a pass by Pogba in the France Portugal oh. game right at the beginning of the match, where he was sort of in the right back position, and it must have been Mbappe. He was finding on the other side, and he hit it so far, and so it it got there so quickly. But it was like you know sometimes you see one of those sprayed passes, and you feel like you could go and make a cup of tea and then sit back down again before it reaches where it's meant to reach. Mm-hmm. He was phased out there and he does it. But in that kind of, you know, his nonchalant kind of like, yeah, I mean, could just be, could be good or not today. I just see how I feel about it. Oh, yeah, I'll be good. Me, I'll just smash it 70 yards over there. So that, and that was, I literally just went, oh, God, when that happened. So that was enjoyable. There were two other things. The first of which, I think I was texting both of you about it, actually. Um, But there was when um, Hungry scored. In the Portugal France game, you knew Hungary had scored because 
all the hungry fans that were in the in the ground that time yeah. started going absolutely mental. Yeah. And then you and, and it took about ten seconds for ITV to obviously obviously have to confirm that it's been a goal and then get the, the feed up and all the rest of it. But I, I was texting whoever I was texting out of you, it might have been both of you, was just saying the fact that there's been a goal in Hungary, a goal for Hungary in Germany has been celebrated by people in Hungary who were at a different match in the same tournament at their own stadium yeah. against with teams in their own group and that goal affects that. <laughs> I was like, is that the fucking Matrix this? I was like, what is happening? So that was enjoyable. And then the third thing was that goal we just talked about there, the header. <laughs> when the first, when Germany equalised, it's like, you can probably hear the moans and groans around the stadium. And then, yeah, you've guessed it right. Kai Havertz of Chelsea has equalised. And then they showed the goal and then he goes, but hang on a minute there. <laughs> Immediately from the kickoff, Hungary have only gone and done this. <laughs> and then they scored the goal and it came back. And I, ca- I think it was Guy Mowbray or whoever it was was in the commentary. Jermaine Genius started doing the admin because he was so, so watching the other game. He went, I think we've had a sub. There's been a sub. Started telling who the sub was. And I was like, why is Jermaine Genius doing the admin here? <laughs> what has happened in this tournament? And talk to me. It's definitely not his job, though, is it? Uh, no. I, mate, that hungry game. It's just so good. It's the big lad up front. My God. Salah. Oh, what a throwback he is. Just dropping in, just off Matt Hummels, just flicking stuff on, holding it up, getting his team in play. And Nego at, left, at right back as well. Honestly, they put some shift in that right. They made Jamie look clueless for a long time. And it wasn't until Jamie Walker X got on and pretty much did what every probably disjointed team in a tournament does, which is got we need more strikers and we need a a, a young teenager to come on just to give us something. Yeah. And that seems to be a recipe that works. They brought our man on, didn't they? Yeah. Our brave boy that they stole. Yeah. Well. Mm. Yeah, so, I'm not even going to mention his name on this podcast. <laughs> so that, that, He's that, dead to me. It was such a good game. And then obviously I was like flicking back and forth between the... the, the Did either of you dual screen? No. No, I was tempted for it. I can't do that, mate. Flicking, I feel like I never watch either of them ever do that. Flicking back and forth and then you see him pop, I just spray stuff around. I saw mm. someone say today, you know, United have, have just wasted his best years. And I was like, yeah, I don't really see any difference between what Pogba does for France or United. Did you see Carl Anker tweeted saying... I know Man United have wasted some of Paul Pogba's best years, ellipses, but it'd be great if we could waste some more of them, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he just doesn't, he's not allowed to play that way. He's not allowed to play that way for United. No, no not. not giving that freedom. Yeah, exactly. Mate, him and Mbappe. He's also not playing alongside Kante. Yeah. Him and Mbappe are unbelievable. Like, so good. And I pitch you with Mbappe and Ronaldo, and you've seen the ones of Mbappe with Ronaldo posters all around his room. Yeah. It's fantastic as well. I think that's what what tournaments are all about. Yeah, that's what it is. And I think again, I think it was Guy Mowbray on the commentary. Someone, I'm sure, will correct me, but they were saying all these stars all on this stage yeah. all at the same time. And I think that that's exactly what the tournament football is about, isn't it? Everyone's watching, you know. And they didn't disappoint. It was it was superb. Just going back to that second hungry goal, I couldn't believe it happened. I thought there was something wrong. Something's gone wrong here. And it <laughs> almost when he got the ball. And then he had so much time to flip it on. If Jamie give Gary Kane that much time, they're going to get absolutely destroyed, by the way, because that's where Kane plays, mm. just off them. I couldn't believe it. And then Neuer comes flying out. It's like, oh, does. God. He's just he had that feeling. Yeah. Neuer's going to do something silly. <laughs> he's either going to score a goal or he's going to do absolutely <laughs> something ridiculous. I know. 
God, then, he'll, uh, probably, he'll score at Wembley now. A big shout out for Goretzka with the little heart. Yeah, that was good. Uh, that was good. That the Hungarian fans, and it's a bit of a difficult one because obviously you know, the hungry, hungry team have <laughs> played some brilliant football. And, yeah, they've made a lot of. And, they, I think yeah. I think people have really enjoyed watching them mainly because um, it's just been a weird thing between them and the fans because you go, oh, okay, there was a few and, the, few and, the, and politically as well. And there's a lot to there's a really interesting article. On the Guardian, which which is like a long piece, really long piece, like an opinion piece. In fact, I don't think it is an opinion piece, but you know, one of the really long pieces. I'll post it on 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 the Twitter sphere. Um, what are you pointing at? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, but there's a really interesting article, and it kind of goes through politically where how, how they've ended up, where they've ended up, essentially. And mm. um, I was reading it this morning before work. Very interesting. We'll post it out. It's just just where reason for a bit of context around I'm going to move us on to the next yeah. group chaps group E did Spain show what they're all about or did Slovakia just turn it in both yeah, yeah I think you've got to say both I think the, the, the keeper mistake just takes it all out funny that one it? Uh, it was hilarious new, it, new, proper Newcastle that uh, one it? it just takes it all out of them doesn't it they set up in a way and you know they don't have don't have the big striker do the no nope. Slovakia at all you know kind of know what you're going to get from them you have to be dogging and determined they look slow they look even in that beautiful kit I know obviously it was hot but he looks slow he looks so yeah, we'll, tired we'll, we'll get to the heat um, <laughs> they look tired and uh, yeah Spain probably played I mean I said I was worried about them going 5-0 um, did they draw the next game yeah um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a great mm-hmm. After after Ant yeah. said that he was worried about Spain, they drew all along, and then he didn't play brilliantly there. So, it, I mean, I think McCoy said they don't look like the fire. <laughs> Obviously, they don't win five now. Yeah. I, I think he could probably still say. I reckon it got to like two. Yeah, I think once it gets to the two, still issues that Slovakia have, have, have Slovakia got to score three, haven't they? At that point, basically, no. Morata. Oh, I feel sorry for him. Times to be honest, yeah. I mean, not penalty. Uh, it, it was. It wasn't a bad penalty. You'd probably say it was a good height. I think any penalty was, that doesn't go in is a bad penalty. That's my personal opinion on it. It was hit hard. And it, you know, oh, it's just it should score. I don't know what, what Ryan thought about that, that game. I, I thought, I mean, Luis Enrique said, we're going to go off like a bottle of Carver, I think was his word. Before the game. <laughs> All right, Carl. Um, it's kind of Carl. <laughs> one thing you would say about Spain. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go off like a bottle of Prosecco. What made the money? <laughs> What, what, what I would say about Spain is they've done everything right but score in every game, which has kind of been the story of Spain in the last 10, 12 years, apart from the odd game where it just clicks like when they beat James. What about all those tournaments they won? Well, no, I mean, no, since then, they've had the, the last one in 2012, then the last one in major tournaments. You see the importance yeah. of what Torres and, and Villa brought. Yeah. That's exactly that's exact I was just right. being and an bed. I was looking at the, <laughs> uh, obviously, XG seems to be very popular at the moment. Is he like a Spanish youngster, is he? He is, yeah. Um, and Spain have got six of the top 12 highest XG players in the tournament, which I think kind of tells you where they are. They're creating a lot. I think someone was always going to get a drum in at some point. I have to say they're probably the only team I can think of in the tournament off the top of my head. Maybe maybe Italy and the Netherlands as well, but, but in a slightly different way, that have seemed to have like a really defined style to what they're doing. And whilst it it, 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 it it might not work every time, when you watch, even if they had a different kit on and, and you know, they all had masks on, we'd know who was playing because they play the same yeah. way. I mean, do you, I, I watched them 
in that game. Did you aim half the time the players? I've got to be honest, half the players. It didn't. You know, when you think of Spain, you think of this team that you've got, and you're like, who are these lot? Well, like, I was looking at Sergio Busquets. I think it's probably my fault for not watching a lot of Spanish football, but. Yeah, that, that is your fault, yeah. specifically your fault. Yeah. Um, I was looking at Sergio Busquets and thinking, oh, all his mates have gone. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, they're all gone. I think I think Enrique's doing a good job of this. He's trying to break them out of that mould. There was a very interesting article that I didn't read, but I saw the title and kind of knew what it was going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where it was now. Journalistic but it was, integrity. It was around that in Spain they had a certain way of playing. They were all comfortable on the ball. It's that famous story, Xavier Alonso, who didn't know what Mahon was until he arrived at Liverpool because you expected to have the ball. And they've got to a stage now, Spain, where everyone they develop is like a Sergio Busquets or yeah. a Coke or a Sol. They all are so comfortable that they don't have like a Harry Kane or a Wayne Mooney or someone who's a bit rogue up front yeah. because they all want to be this on-the-ball type of player. And I think... the I think Ferran Torres will be quite big for them as the tournament goes on because he's a little bit different in how he plays, a bit more direct. But I think Enrique is trying to say, although Morata's a bit raw and he's a bit awkward, he's the only one we've got that isn't like everyone else. Yeah, there is a striker. Yeah, and as you said, you'd, you'd recognise them even if you couldn't see them because have that, that style, that Spanish yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, our Poland shit. We that, said they were shit. It's a hard, it's a hard one. I mean. They the don't. They only turned it on in in like the last half an hour, and Lewandowski basically had to play every position to do that. <laughs> Lewandowski, and, and, and like he is, he is amazing. He's a brilliant footballer, and you sometimes forget the fact that he can he can do those things because all he has to do is stand in a six yard box and someone gets him the ball. Do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, there was a weird thing actually where there was an incident in that Poland Sweden game where a cross came in towards the back post, and Lewandowski went up to head it. And he was stretching and it clipped off the top of his head and then went out for a throwing or a court or a goal kick. And there was a lad that was stood behind him. I, I don't know who he was. He was a Poland player, wasn't just, yeah. just turned up. Wasn't just, <laughs> wasn't just there like with his, his ball, like, can I have a game? <laughs> um, and he was stood behind Lewandowski. And he he Lewandowski was like, and he turned around Lewandowski was going to him. Tell me you're there. Yeah. And that and that lad she looked she looked like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, I'll do it next time. Just what do you want me to do? Almost like Tim in this because well, it's up front. Well, I wonder if it, it's a little bit like, and you know, I want to, I briefly want to mention Sweden because I think they're perhaps not getting talked about enough. Because um, I think they looked really good. Uh, Forsberg, you know, obviously Forsberg's been one of those players where we've seen him in a, a few tournaments now, and you always think, oh, that's that's the fellow who plays for Leipzig. He's, he's really good at him, and then he never really is allowed to do much in that system, and he was really good in that match. Uh, Isaac, who we mentioned ahead of the tournament, hasn't scored yet, but he looks like a proper player. Like he looks like a really decent player. And they've got a few. They've got a few players, Sweden, who look who look really tidy. But I, I just kinda wondered if it's one of those things, Lewandowski, like, even though he did score those two goals, he dragged them back into the match. Is there an element of they're all just going, oh, just you do it? It's just so naive and like <coughs> they don't lose stupidly to Slovakia in the first game. Yeah, that's it, isn't they it? They go through and do you know when you're watching, like everyone asks this way, they watch the team, whoever you support, and you have one of them days where they're not on it, and then five minutes at a time goes on, and you play brilliantly for five minutes and bang the door down. It's like they've waited all tournament for that last ten minutes yeah. and just threw the kitchen sink in it. You're kind of like, you're not that great at the back. So your strength is Lewandowski. Yeah. Play to that. Yeah. Don't wait till it's too late. 
Well, he kind of done that for not for a tournament now. Well, that was what we were saying, yeah, weren't we? Like, I, it, it, it's frustrating it, to watch for us. Because you're looking at this, especially for yeah, us. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it was us that I was sorry for. Yeah, because <laughs> well, generally the game's fucking pony, aren't they? Yeah, so, um, I know, and it was it was a brilliant match. You you you. You used it as one of the potentials for my left field choice for my favourite game, but mm. it was a it was a proper good game. I was, I was impressed. With, I was impressed with Sweden the way they just yeah. finished them off at the end. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, go on, I'll finish. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. Just down that top spot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it got, and it got. You know, we'll move on to the last sixteen in a bit, but it, it it got them the Ukraine game rather than playing Croatia, and that could be could be important. That you never know. Okay, then let's 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 move on to Group D then. The big, the big one. Um, first port of call, lads. Thoughts on England? Can I go first? Of course you can, mate. I, I think England have been been very controlled mm-hmm. and actually very good. I know we haven't scored a lot of goals, but um, and people are looking for like big wins, aren't they? I thought the Scotland game there was a huge overreaction. I think yeah. um, it's been talked about to to, to the nth degree now, hasn't it? Um, obviously, you came out and you know you, you draw against you. I mean, to be fair, yes. mate, we got a point off the winners. <laughs> you draw it against, you draw it against them. Those games you're not hard to knock it really, are you? You either win like by a comfortable amount, or you kind of lose. And I don't think yeah. I think England of previous tournaments would have lost, lost that game. Um, I thought, he, I, like Ryan said before, it you know he was expecting Scotland to score. Mm-hmm. And there were moments, there were moments mm-hmm. where it, it did look a bit hairy. So I think England has just been quite. Calm and composed, and I think the the compliments I give him is they've made these games look like qualifying matches. And I know they yeah, haven't been, yeah, that's flamboyant. a good point. That's... They haven't been flamboyant, and they haven't been, you know, scoring a lot of goals. But you always feel like there's another level. They've got to go find it. I, I completely do. Yeah. We'll preview this. We have to go find it now because we've got a hard game. But I thought against Czech Republic, they just managed the game. They played really well. Got the early goal. It was great to see Saka play. I thought it was a fantastic performance. Yeah, just um, just he was so, yeah, just I, direct, wasn't he? And that's I, th- I think I think they've handled everything they've thrown at them rather yeah. than trying to predict what's going to be thrown at them, which I think is is also important. I think England have always had this. Certainly, I remember two thousand and ten. He had this like idea of oh, we'll go play four four two and it'll work. Whereas I think Southgate goes actually maybe we don't need to do that. Yeah. Maybe we try something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not match up, but go. These are our strengths. We'll go play that, and then maybe this strength will work against this team. So. Horses, courses, kind of thing. I think it's working really well. I don't know about yourself, right, or Danny. Well, I was sorry, just very quickly, right. When you talk about the Scotland game there, because the easy comparison to make is the Wales game from 2016, and whilst we did win that, and it was an extremely enjoyable day, I think we expended so much energy and emotional energy on that win. We then would just tear it in the next game against uh, was it Slovakia? Was the next one or Slovenia? Slovakia wasn't it because it was Skirtle was playing money yeah. yeah so we then drew with Slovakia um, and then we had the nightmare against Iceland and I do think part of that was because we just had we expended so much energy in the Wales game and I think Southgate probably did think take that into consideration they thought alright well let's just we just take this you just you know they can get out of the pram about getting a point if they want that's absolutely fine that's put us through and we can now go and do a, do a job against Czech Republic yeah, I, I might be overthinking this, but th- this is my thoughts on England and Southgate, and I, I actually think it's a really good idea, is that we probably could have got nine points from this group. We probably could have scored six-plus goals. 
And I'm not saying we intentionally haven't, but I think Southgate set us up in a way that you're going to need to play when you get to a Germany or a Portugal or a France, which I think is very clever because you always see a team in the Euros or the World Cup that look like world beaters in the group and then go out. And I think Southgate's looking at it going, if we play free flow and attack in football and we beat Scotland 2-0 or we beat Czech Republic 3-0, we're not going to play free flow and attacking football when we play one of the big guns. And that's no disrespect to those sides, but you just wouldn't expose yourself to that level. Mm. So why not set up in a way, get used to playing in a way and in a style that when we reach a, a last 16, a quarters, a semi, whatever it may be, that that is realistically how we're going to have to play to win the tournament. And we're already three games into that style. Now, a lot of people seem to be losing the shit at the fact that we've got seven points. And we haven't conceded a goal because we've only scored two, and you can't like we can't win because yeah. you're not happy that we're top of the group and we haven't conceded a goal. But equally, if we go out, you won't be happy. And yeah, because then because then because then people will go, oh, you're being naive. You're being sensible enough. Like, you yeah. should win that group. It's easy. And you're like, well, it's, no, no tournament football is easy. Let's get that straight. Like, how Euros is famous for teams. Having all the ball and losing or drawing the game. You've seen it with Hungary in there. You've seen it with Iceland last time we went out. The Euros is so unique in how it's set up and, and bizarre results. And obviously, normally a favourite wins it by the end of it. But throughout the tournament, there's so many surprises. And I think Southgate's doing a really good job of just getting this team a really rigid, structured side. Yeah, and that's, that's generally... You know, I think, as you say... I think there are gears that I can get to, and I understand why people want a little bit more from them, especially when you see the players that we've got. But Southgate has done a really good job, as you say, of tempering those expectations and managing us in in a concise and considered way. Where you think we don't like we've expended that much energy, and we're comfortably out of the group with 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 that much medicine. And just on that, so just like if you're a lesser side playing a better side, and England have probably been like, we have been favourites in every game, Croatia quite. We'd favourites in every game. The only way a Hungary or a Poland or a, one of the sort of lesser nations, so to be said, score against the larger sides is counter attacking football or potentially a set piece. And England have almost gone, we're not going to let you counter against us like Iceland did four yeah. or five years ago. So you've got to almost come out of us. And if we nick a goal, great, but you're not going to have many opportunities yeah. for the match. Now, when we go and play Germany, who will come at us? We'll see a different England side because we're not going to be not going to be Harry Kane against the back ten. It'll be Harry Kane one on one with Hummels, or it'll be Sterling up against Rudiger. It'll be our players with actual space and time to to consider their attack. Yeah, which I think you'll see a different England. Now it's not going to be us going for it. It'll be us going back to front much quicker than we do against the side because we almost go we'll creep up the pitch, and if we lose possession, we're still in shape. There's no chance of anything going wrong. Yeah. And I, I think it's not the most exciting, but it works. And if it works, stop moaning. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll come back again to England in a little bit when we go on to the last 16. Lads, I want to ask you about Scotland. Where did it go wrong for Scotland? I, yeah, so obviously I've I made a few jokes about Scotland before, but I actually genuinely... We, we disapprove of that. Our, be, our brother's north of the border. <laughs> it would be hard to say wrong... I mean, first tournament for 20-odd years. There is talent in the side, yeah. don't get me wrong. Just think it's inexperience. Mm. I, I think it's purely down to that. It's inexperience, possibly lack of a, a, a natural goal scorer. 
as well. An experienced goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. Even, even, even doesn't have to be someone who scored bags of goals at international level. But absolutely, and you come up against as Ryan just said about England, Croatia that that knowledgeable Czech Republic are that knowledgeable as well. They've been to tournaments. Croatia were World Cup finalists. It's not a, it's not an easy group. I, no. I don't know. I personally don't know what Scotland were were aiming for. I thought he would have probably aimed at that Czech Republic game and it went a bit wrong. Yeah. That would but to say it's been a, a terrible tournament for them, I, I don't know. I, they I, I they, they will have learned I would say they'd have learned a, a lot from it, wouldn't they? And the only reason I say you can't judge it that way is because I know you look at those players in that team, there's Premier League experience and stuff. But as a around them, as a unit, they've not been at that level for a number of no. years and to get there and to I mean, you talk about energy being expended it was a huge amount of energy well, expended uh, Steve Clark said that didn't he he said we gave so much in the England game we, I think we left a lot at Wembley and it's it's to be understood there was you know it's you know a whole generation of people that haven't seen Scotland at a tournament so it, 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 it there was understandably a lot on that England but game they're, they're probably well placed to go and finally for the first time in a long time they're, they're I can't imagine they're going to change the manager, which is which is a good thing for Scotland because he seems to bounce around managers quite a bit. Yeah, um, and they're finally for a long time probably looking forward to going actually World Cup or the, the even the next yeah, yeah, they, after they, that. They, they definitely they fancy themselves to have a to have a to have a go, right? And I feel like you you had some some well, thoughts. There was, there was t- some some people last Clark said, but I agree with with Harbin. I think a lot of the football people do build on it, use it as experience. You've gone out. There's no point now in the massive. Too much of an inquest because you might as well just put it down to experience. I think Amstead, right? Croatia never panicked, even when it looked like they were going out the tournament, yeah. they never panicked, and there's a lot to be said for that. I think I said the other week, Wales have probably benefited from being just away from it all. Scotland have had, like, obviously, this song, it's almost been like we're happy to be here in a way. Mm. But I think there was a bit of confidence there because they've got good players, but. Keenan Tierney, Robertson, McTominay, McGinn, they're not going anywhere. They'll be around for the next four or five yeah, they're, years. Yeah, they're a good age and they've, so they, they're, they're about a similar sort of age, aren't they? There's yeah, a core there think, to grow from. I think uh, I did hear someone say, like, why did we end the game with three centre-backs? He could have done this, he could have done that. And that's tournament football. Yeah. You'll, you'll always look back and think, we could have done this, we could have done that. But I think now, you saw it with Northern Ireland, like, you can bounce for, like, you can carry that momentum. You can punch above your weight for a little bit and then you start to find yourself comfortable with that weight and I think that's what Charlotte did today. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to, to Group C. Um, it would appear that the Netherlands aren't flopping. What's all that <laughs> What's all that about? There's, there's no Dutch flop. Is that there's not a Dutch flop at the moment. No, um, they are, uh, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not flopping. It's a terrible group. And I backed Ukraine as dark horses, but... They've been a massive disappointment. North Macedonia done very well to get here, but to be honest, they probably performed as expected. And Austria on six points. I don't think Austria would get six points in any other group. I'll say that. Yeah, I think I think that's that's possibly fair. Um, it's difficult looking at, at the Netherlands like that, though, isn't it? Because you can only kind of play what's in front of them, and oh, like, and they've got they've, they've certainly got better at the back. Um, Back, you're saying got better than the back doing that. I mean, the first game they're all over the place. Yeah, well, they got the lick back, didn't they? After that, yeah. So, which made and, a and there was a, there was a lot said about that. That they looked a lot more comfortable. So, well, you add a Juventus centre half in, it's probably going to help, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does help too. The confidence back. <laughs> 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 it gave him a delay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fair. They have got the players. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and why not? They're still running things in midfield as well. So good. 
But well, I think them two together as a pair is is a nice balance. It'd be interesting what happens when you come against a, 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 a more station one in their weight class. See, they're the team. Yeah. I've, I, when I was talking about England and what Southgate's doing, they're the team for me that score all his goals, play in a certain way, and then face a France or Portugal Germany. Not your brave boys. Um, you Ukraine have been a bit underwhelming, haven't they? Just I mean, they, they got they got through, but they they, they 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 had that opening game against the Netherlands, which was brilliant, and they did really well to get back into the game. They played some nice stuff, and they looked proper handy, proper busy. Um, they were, you know, they got past North Macedonia. It was a bit yeah, of a. Listen to what you said there. Yeah, got past yeah. North Macedonia. it was. It wasn't great. Um, and then they go into that third and final game, and you're thinking. Austria are there for the taking. Austria aren't great. And Austria battered them. They did. Austria Austria played well in that game, in fairness. But the but Ukraine were just tepid. They were you were just he was like, oh did God, not, do something. Do you know when they had um, I think his name was Timotruk or Timotruk, yeah. played, they, they need someone like him. They're not nasty enough, but oh, and what a throwback he has. They've got an eighteen year old centre half who looks a good prospect but he doesn't look ready and they've got a keeper that flaps at everything. <laughs> and when you the spine is that weak because they've got so many like nice attacking a lot of stylish midfielders yeah. you can get on the ball you can pass it quite athletic and then the ball goes in the box and you just think they're going to concede and it's just a recipe for disaster but they're still in it and they've still got chance so they have Sweden's um, not as, as good a draw as they could probably get yeah so. you'd think so um, North Macedonia you know, we just mentioned them there. Didn't embarrass themselves at all. No. I mean, I, mean, I know that sounds a little bit patronising. Yeah. Coming from me, having I mean, just eaten a Chinese. <laughs> Goring Pandev's about 60, <laughs> legging it all over the gaff. They did. They, 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 they actually were unfortunate to leave the group with no points. No what? Yeah, I, I, I think they as played as well as you could expect. They're not an amazing, amazing side. Hardly made it difficult and, Certainly, the first game against Austria was uh, fairly impressive. Yeah, goal was something to remember, and I think that was for Pandev as well. To yeah, that was a great moment. Really, that one, it was superb. So, and they, they brought about the best warm up I've ever seen. So, yeah, we don't need to go over that <laughs> again. Uh, I'm still, I still just can't work out what the hell's going on. It was fantastic. Um, the third game against the Netherlands, they had couple of chances early doors didn't need to, to get ahead Netherlands think will give you a chance won't they but yeah yeah it just again market down experience yeah and, and it's, it's a historic time for them to get to the tournament glad that Panda got his goal he's now retired uh, I don't know if that's from all football but he's retired from international football so yeah it's it's it is what it is but it, but this is this, you know a lot of a lot of criticism has been at you know expanding the tournament but yeah. This is quite nice to see teams like Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same know, with Northern Ireland, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the, for, a, for a long time, it was the same teams going to the Euros all like the time. England. Yeah, like England, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was pretty much the same teams going all the time. Um, and I think this is quite nice. No, I agree. I think it adds a lot of colour to the Does tournament. It to oh, is this now nice size because you're getting these sides? Well, we're, 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 I'll ask you about that in a moment, actually. Um, I'll move us on to Group B. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we touched on the whole Christian Eriksen incident in the, in, in the last episode. The, the news has continued to be positive about him, mm-hmm. you know, his recovery and, and, and where he's getting to. And obviously, there have been comparisons made with, with Daily Blind and, and, and the situation that he's in. So, 
you know, those things are all progressing. We had the night in their match against Russia, which, Ant, you mentioned before. I mean, we saw two of the, the goals of the tournament. And, I mean, so I was I was watching the game, sat on the couch, sat exactly where Ryan is right now. And I was, you know when you just like, you know when you can, you, you, can, you just can feel the energy coming, like physically coming from your television into you. It was just, it was magical. I mean, I, I had to turn around to my missus and said, oh, look, I'm not going to, I'm going to watch the footy in the back room. And she got a bit annoyed with me. So I was like, nah, do you know what? At the end of that game, I thought I'd made exactly the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> it was a proper cheer me up. Sometimes football's crap and it makes you annoyed. And that's probably when you're too invested in it. And, yeah. And what have you, we've spoken of that plenty of times. But this was just, it was unbelievably good. The atmosphere to begin with, the game was a bit of a knife edge. As well, there was jeopardy. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have been, been asking for it. There it was, and a dodgy penalty. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. And you know, that Damsgaard, that first goal. Oh, oh he's a right. Yeah, he's oh, very, he had, very. He good. had an amazing game. He was fantastic. You know, picking up these little pockets and Russia. I think Russia probably played as as well as they could expect to play. That's their style of play. That's tough and hard. I mean, make everything. They're minging us. Really they're so miserable. He stodged up them, that's what they make it. And stodgy than that tea I've just had. <laughs> so honestly, they are deep fat fried, so stodgy. They're like the thick white bread that you get. They're so <laughs> stodgy, it's unreal. I just thought that goal goes in, place a little, and then the gift from Yeah, that was mad, wasn't it? But yeah, repulsion. I'm up. And I also want to mention this because I tweeted this at, at the time. A goalkeeper in short sleeves is really, really unnerving. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> they should be in long sleeves. Well, I can, I can, I can fave always used to wear short sleeves as well, didn't he? Possibly. Yeah, well, so. yeah. When you live in the snow, anything else is just. Snow, yeah, well, he must be getting out. I mean, we it's talked about the me, heat. God, imagine how hot they were. Just made me uncomfortable. And yeah. I thought he had a bit of a poor game, the keeper, but he wasn't really helped by it. You know, ten people have run through him. Uh, yeah. May, May, a Myler, Myler, left back. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, he did, <laughs> so and he was very good down. in the in the Belgium game as well. Yeah, he was fantastic. That was it. Was just a, it was just the whole thing was wonderful. So I think it was just that, really, really great. The I whole think thing. When the Pulsion goal goes in, and you see the beer going everywhere. And a lot of it gets said about England fans throwing beer everywhere. I think that was amazing. It's classy when you're so Danish, though. It's classy. I think as well, like it's like one of them things you do when you were a kid. Well, they beat them, but they beat them, so they better than them because like they all beat each other, didn't they? Yeah. Nine points, three, three, three. So I'm, I'm glad Denmark went through and, and not just being like, oh, Christian Eriksen trying to be the sentimental boot, but I do genuinely think they would have beat Poland and they would have been comfortable. Finland, sorry, Finland, Finland yeah. and they would. And They'd have done well to beat Poland. I don't know. Well, they would not have played them, but um, <laughs> I don't want to do Finland any disservice, but like it was a massive moment, first major. Uh, tournament goal and all that but I do genuinely think Denmark probably gets six points and are really comfortable yeah. so it would have been cruel if they ended on three and missed out on one of them but they wouldn't have actually finished second wouldn't they yeah. did, did Finland go through then no no because so so yeah. yeah. yeah, Ukraine went through with three points didn't they yeah um, Belgium look in the mood don't they yeah they look you, a, they look a bit scary don't they you've got to you've got to score first against them I think yeah, the, for, I know Denmark did, but Denmark didn't then take the chances. They could have killed that game off. The thing that I think about Belgium is, I don't think there's a team, maybe maybe France, 
But I think with Belgium, because of De Bruyne, there isn't a team that can go through the gears as quickly as they can. Like a team that can go, yeah, we're just playing. And then we're going to score! <laughs> and then out of nowhere, they've, they've just scored. And you have players just in that peak form of the career, like Lukaku's in the form yeah, of his life. Yeah. It looks incredible. Tielemann's form of his life is absolutely world-class, but probably goes unnoticed. You've just got to get that back three. Yeah. And they play wing-backs that are attacking. So you kind of got to go, if you're playing Carrasco, you're playing Nairns, or you're playing Thorpe and Hazard, make them defend. Yeah. And you'll have some joy. Well, they've done, done brilliantly. You know, I, I, you know, I know. It's probably not flop, I guess. <laughs> they've done yeah, brilliantly. They've dumped out by Portugal. Who are you going to be donating the money to? Um, you made the promise, didn't you, in the, in, in the preview show? Portugal, um, Cattery or something. Portugal, <laughs> Portuguese wild cats or something. They're not getting past Portugal. That is not a worthwhile cause <laughs> for your holiday. <laughs> what did dollar? I say they wouldn't get to the semi finals? You said that they. They have to beat Portugal and Italy first. No, Easy. you said it was quarterfinals. No, they won't get past the quarterfinals. No, I think we might have to review the tape. Anyway. Belgium, I think, is brilliant. And yeah, like you said, De Bruyne just looks fantastic. Yeah, professional. Yeah, he's there. Uh, he, he, the thing with De Bruyne is, is that, apart from Jack Grealish, he's the best player <laughs> in the Premier League. And so, you, 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 he's the kind of player who just gets hold of a game. There aren't many players who do that in, in world football now, just because sports, you know, football's kind of played in a different kind of way. But he just, some, he's one of those players who just goes, yeah, I'm just going to get a grip of this. Mm-hmm. Someone just needs to get hold of it, and that's what I'm going to do now. I'm just going to get hold of it. And he does it on a regular basis. Uh, lads, I'm going to move us on to, to Group A, the final group. Your your brave boys, Ryan, your tip for the tournament, Italy. They look in they look in, in quite delicious shape. Just played a, a different 11, didn't they, in Wales? Just for a laugh, innit? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, do you want to talk through the red card? Yeah. Wasn't a red card. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just for anyone listening, Ryan was um, vehement, I'd say, yeah. about, about this yes. record. Passionate. So do the vehement. You, um, <laughs> you defended it like an Italian, very, very, you know, passionately. Um, if I thought they were in danger of injuring one of our brave boys, then maybe not, but it was a yellow. He stamped on his ankle. Mistimed it, stood on his foot. A bit of his foot hit his ankle, is what it is. I think when you're texting people, they're thinking you're there, they're fucking from the mafia, I'm actually there, like, scratching my balls, eating something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not having that but, but, you, you, I mean, we'll confirm it live on air that you phoned our friend Paul. Yeah, but I got and, in the car. Uh, I got in the car. I just made a phone call. I yeah. just had a little popped up for that. He <laughs> <laughs> told this story we went to, and he's like, and he's rang me all angry, and that really what happened was I got in the car, I was picking up an Indian, and I was like, how are you? You've gone soft, you mate. How is that a red card? I wanted that. Yeah. Well, I let him tell you. He wants to tell us. Anyway, back to the group. <laughs> Italy were fantastic. <laughs> Wales were fantastic. Turkey were terrible. But those goals in the Switzerland Turkey game. Shakiri's goal with his right foot. I didn't even know he owned one. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. He's got a couple of belters now, and he got those, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, he scored in four major tournaments in a row. This is the thing with Shakiri, is that, like, I think. It, it's it's different from on out of it, but it's kind of similar in a way. In that, like, you look at the teams that Shakiri has played for, apart from Stoke. But you look at the teams <laughs> that he's played for; they're all top top level sides, Champions League sides. And you think, even if he's not been a major player for any of those teams, you don't play at that level for those clubs without 
have an ability without being a good player. And but he is just someone who doesn't do it all the time, doesn't turn it on all the time. He, he, he never looks out of place, I don't think, at that level. But he never truly turns it on. But he kind of reflects his national team at the moment. I mean, I'm not sure how Switzerland managed to get themselves through. I, I, they're not very impressive. Poor group, though. Yeah. Wales, I mean, we haven't really spoke much about them. They did brilliantly to, to keep that at 1 0. Italy were right in the groove, I thought. <sighs> See, I, I think it everyone. Was a big, chance, ev- big chance for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of think everyone just went. It's a nice day in Rome. It's huge, Sunny, huge you know. For we're all huge. just we're all just chilling out. You know, there's no need for this to get unpleasant. And they've done, they've done Ethan Ampadu's done his best to make it unpleasant, but there's no need for anyone else to make it unpleasant. <laughs> um, what happened to Turkey? <sighs> it's, uh, I think that's a question they're going to be asking for a while, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm, to be honest, they need to rethink. Yeah, it was just terrible. It's problems. so it's so disappointing they because they weren't anything. They weren't attacking. They weren't defensive. They were just in the middle of the They were just like, oh, God. I don't know what to do. They were like that meme of the guy in the house on fire saying, this is, everything's fine. But all the time, it was just, it, it never, they never looked in control. They never looked like they would go for the gears. It was, it was, it all just looked a bit scattered. And it was disappointing because they got some really top players. And you just, the, the type of team taking, I mean, was it the 2002 World Cup? Where they, where they were decent in Semi, that? Semi-final, yeah. Semi-final. But absolutely done by Rivaldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Well, some terrible diving. Yeah. My God. Um, but, yeah, they, 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 they was, yeah, it's just disappointing, isn't it? It's just not the type of thing you really want to see. I think with, with Turkey, you go into that first game, I mean, it's a bit of a baptism of fire. And then you come up against Wales, I think that's the one they'll look at them. That is extraordinary. Isn't it? It's the Wales game for me. They were so bad. Just you know, so bad. Do you know when you watch Scotland Czech Republic and you go, Oh, that was the one for Scotland and it could have went either way? That Wales game, Wales looked so comfortable. Yeah. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Is that the performance was so bad. Like, I think you've got to put it, it, I think you've got to up it up. Just doing it or questioning the players' attitudes because, as you say, something was drastically wrong. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're tipping them to be dark horses. And just it's all healthy voted for Christmas, to be honest with you. <laughs> 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 that just definitely doesn't work, <laughs> um, lads. Just to wrap up on the group stages, uh, any thoughts on the, on the formats? Obviously, been a bit, a bit of a, a, a talking point. Still <laughs> taking me degree to like figure out what to do. Really, to be honest with you. I love how things happen. I, I, I like it. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I think it's good. I think that people looking at Jeopardy and stuff, uh, you know, look at look the, the group, uh, group of death. Look at that one. And it was, yeah, it but was, see, it was see, see I think I yeah. think that's a red herring. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a red herring for me because I think there'd be even more jeopardy had there only been two teams going through. I, I tend to agree. Because the sec was the France Portugal game. Once they were aware of what the score was in the other game, it suited them for it. Oh, to, they, see, the last five minutes. Yeah, they were just rolling it about yeah. to one another, and you know, you, the, it's 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 there will always be a possibility of that happening because of the small amount of games. I think if you've gone to 24, just go to 32 and just make it. Still do top twos. Still do top twos. None of the teams have to play any more games. We still end up with the same amount of knockout games. And you don't have this stupid third place thing where we were talking about the other day. There are teams who have come 
like second who've got more favourable draws than teams who've come first. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I don't really Teams who are second are playing teams who are third and teams who are first are playing... T- like, how come we're playing Germany and Sweden and Ukraine are playing... Not Sweden, Ukraine. But how come there's teams who are second who are playing teams who came yeah. third? Like, how was, who's worked that out? Ukraine, playing, Sweden the yeah, yeah. But there are, there, there are teams who are coming in second who are playing... Th- I just don't understand... Wales, Denmark, both finished second. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Who's Who's figured that out? I'm not sure. Just 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 make more. Just make it 32, and just do um, eight groups of eight groups of four. Yes. Eight groups of four. My maths is terrible. Eight groups of four, and it's just one one v two, one v two, one v two across so the groups. When we When we beat the Faroe Islands, we'll be alright. No, we'll just be like Norway or someone. Oh, Norway. Oh, Norway. Yeah. Like that. Or the or Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland. Wait, should, yeah. we, should we crack on anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're not going to decide. <laughs> the now, are we? Done. Well, we were, Done. All right. Well, all right. Okay. Well, we'll go for a quick cooling break, and then we'll see you very shortly. I like that. Listen, do you know what it is? It's brilliant play all round from start to finish. The movement, and it's a good save. Okay, let's have a little look at the last sixteen then. For part two, I'm going to go through the th- through the games. I'm going to ask you for your winner. I'm going to ask you for your winner. Who do you think is going to going to win in these ties? So I'm going to start with the two Saturday games. We've of course got Wales Denmark and we've got Italy Austria. Uh, Ryan Wales Denmark. I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to go Denmark. And reason being, I think middle of the park they'll be a bit stronger than them. And um, I also think Kiefer Moore has been very very effective all tournament. But he's going to come up against big, strong centre-halves and have less of an impact. So That'll be a hell of a battle, won't it? It will be. And I think, is it, I never know who you say, Kier, Simon Kier. Uh, Christensen, Vestival, big lads, they prefer to play against more physical yes. than a runner. Ramsey's going to be key because he will be that fellow who goes beyond them. And same with Dan James, so they'll probably have to get them involved. But I just think Denmark have too much for them. Okay. And? Yeah, I mean, I can't really sum it up more than Ryan, to be honest. Um, Does some things up well, don't you, Ryan? Yeah, yeah Denmark, Denmark for me, I think they probably have a little bit more quality look yeah. to be back to what they were, what I thought they'd be at the start of the tournament. Yeah. Damsgaard, I think, will probably have another big say. And if, you know, if the, the left-back's in, in the same mood as you've right, could be a, could be pretty special. So, I, um, you're going yeah, for the Danes, are you? going for the Danes. I've got a back on having night, the man. Them, they're my uh, outside tip. They are, mate. Uh, I also have gone for Denmark as well. I think that I think I agree with you too. Um, Italy, Austria. Just can't look past Austria, really. The brave boys. Yeah, well, it'd be great. They'll just be classy and just smoke cigars. Where's the game, man? Uh, Wembley. Wembley. Oh, Italy all day. <laughs> Why? It's, it's, where, where were you thinking about? Like on the Alps or no, something? No, it's, it's a little old. I was just wanting to know where the game's at. Yeah. That's Italy for me. They just look so good, don't they? They're so fluid in what yeah. they're doing. They know what they're doing. They swarm people. And yeah, and we've already established Austria on that good. <laughs> There's a few issues with them. Austria's going to win now and mug us off. Yeah. <laughs> no, they won't because they're terrible. Um, let's move on to the next two, which are on Sunday. Oh, I'm so excited for the football this weekend. You know, I'm so giddy for it. I was, I said to him, I said to Soph, I said, um, oh, she's, she's like, I'm off all weekend. I was like, oh, that's great. I can see you all day until five o'clock. <laughs> oh, what, on Saturday? No, both days. Both days. Um, 
Sunday, we've got Neville in the Czech Republic and Belgium, Portugal. That is an absolute filth of a day. Mm. Let's start with Neville in the Czech Republic, which is in Budapest. Uh, Ryan? I think this is going to be a really close game. Um, Netherlands in extra time. I'm going to go. Netherlands in extra time. Netherlands in extra time. And? I'm going to go to Czech Republic. I think they're going to frustrate them, to be honest as well. I think they're capable of doing that. I think they've got a pretty, I'm say lethal, pretty, I've got a very good striker yeah, up front. Very, very. And, you know, it's kind of what you need in these You can shake teams. it in the back of the net, can't you? can Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think I think Czech Republic are winning narrow one. Narrow one? Narrow one. Uh, I've gone for the Netherlands as well. I think the Netherlands, I think they might win it quite comfortably. A little 2 0. Susek against Wijnaldum might be a bit. Lovely one. A bit good. A tall man against the not so tall man. Or quick. Quick man against Easy. the not so quick man. <laughs> um, well, I think this is probably out of all of the games, maybe England, Germany aside, uh, for obvious reasons. The pick, the pick of the bunch, Belgium, Portugal. Brian? It's really, really hard because I think the worst thing for everyone who is in Portugal to happen was Germany to batter them in a way because they've kind of gone a different route and they've put Renato Sanchez in there and they've got, I think, um, Moutinho played and just a bit more structure to the side than that first, um, so the second game. But I do think Belgium are just going to have too much for them. I think the difference will be, although people talk about Belgium not being great at the back, Portugal have been really poor at the back. And I think in formal cartoon, the Brunei and Co will just be too much for them. But, I mean, as you say, could go anyway, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And? It's a hard one to know what side Portugal are going to put out as well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talk. And he needs quite much to be in defensive, the manager, doesn't he? And yeah. And you think you saw that, you know, 2016, it kind of suits them, to be honest. It suits their players. To be it suits, reactive. It suits Ronaldo, it suits, suits a lot of them, suits the centre-halves, because, you know, one of them's not getting any younger. Um, I don't know, Ruben Diaz. <laughs> <not right. laughs> it's, um, it's a tough one, because, I mean, I didn't think Porto would get much out of France, and I know they got a few, like one dodgy penalty, maybe. I, I mean, you well, probably shouldn't have discussed I thought they were all penalties, oh, personally, okay. yeah. I, I, it'll be close. I, I think their aim would be to frustrate and go on a counter jot because that's probably a big say. It'd be dep- I think it depends on, on what he can do with the ball. Um, Kick it in the goal, hopefully. Well, just holding it up and getting out. Yeah. You know, you can definitely see a, a, a situation where Belgium are going to try and dictate the play yeah, and, and yeah. take it to them, which could be their own downfall. But as you said before, they're centre half and mm. back three. It's not. It's not the. Not the best. You can get it that. You can definitely get it that. Male fancy. And, and Portugal, the experience being here before, I know Belgium obviously got to the semi final of the World Cup, but Portugal will know that this is the way they can play. I've yeah. said before, they are a bit, bit bastardy, aren't they? they, they bastardy. Can, <laughs> they, they, can, they can just be. A small bit, French town, bastardy. They, yeah, they can, just, they can just be horrible to play against. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Pick a team. The only reason I'll, I'll say this. I'll go, I'll go with Belgium, but that's because of Lukaku. And because if you give him a chance, I reckon he'll, he'll take it. Yeah. He Portugal can... haven't got anyone who scored loads no, of goals, have they? Well, a lot of penalties. <laughs> oh, here he is. Penaldo. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've gone for Belgium as well. I, I'm, I agree. With I think it'll be really tight, though. It'll be a great game. Yeah, great game. Especially with, I'm so glad that Renato Sanchez has been brought in. I mentioned him in, in the last episode. 
he just looks kind of he looks like he's just clicked back into gear again, doesn't he? Like I, I saw someone tweeting saying he's a good example of just because someone has a couple of bad seasons or a couple of difficult times or a few difficult years, don't write them off as a he's player. Twenty two, isn't he? Twenty three. He's just won the. He's just won Liga. He's not. You know. He's now in the middle of the Portuguese midfield, and he looked like one of the best players on the pitch last night. Well, I said to you boys, Portugal got too many players who just want to run in one direction and even all the way back to the likes of Semedo and then they've got a few lads in there who will go. And then the first game they had Danilo and they had Carvalho but it was just like so different. There was no mm. nothing joining it up and Renato does a bit of both which I think is important. So yeah. Dropping Fernandez was a very good shout, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next two which are on Monday First one's Croatia, Spain, and then we've got France versus Switzerland. Uh, Croatia, Spain, and Copenhagen. And hit me with your winner. Penalties. Um, football. Football is the winner. Penalties, and I'd probably go with. I'd go Croatia winning on penalties. I just think this is going to be two teams trying to cancel each other out. I, I think for, for Croatia, especially. A lot of passing is going yeah, to happen. There's going to be a lot of passing, which isn't a problem. I'm not complaining about that. Um, I just think... You're in a Neil Warnock came out for a second then, didn't uh, it? Yeah, did. Get in the fucking mixer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think... Oh, we're in Copenhagen, aren't we? So we're passing it. <laughs> we're in Copenhagen. Be, I think it's going to be a really, really tight game. I can see Ben Ayn separating. Yeah. Croatia on Ben Ryan? Uh, I'm going to go Spain. I, I think they're very similar in style. Like to keep the ball. Uh, midfielders who can get on the ball. Fullbacks push on. Strikers tend to be not your natural strikers, more like wide forwards, Vlasic, Rebic, uh, Perisic. Same with Spain to a degree. I just think Spain are a better version of Croatia and I think ultimately they'll just have too much quality for them. So I go Spain and I'll say 2 in. Very nice. I also went Croatia. I just feel like Spain are a bit, you know, a bit green, aren't they? A bit young. You know, the, the, the nice mix, Croatia are just going to Get in there and just experience them to death. There's definitely more pressure on Spain for this, by the way. Yeah, massively. There is, but I just coming off a five nil. Yeah. yeah, you've got to go. I mean, Croatia look vulnerable in yeah. every game they've played. They've conceded in every game they've played. Oh, mate, that Modric's goal! Though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Modric is just like in the, sort of the same with. He's probably the maybe not so much now with his age, but he's the same as De Bruyne, where he could just go. Yeah, right, I'm getting a grip of this. Sorry, he's like, yeah, he's shattered. He is <laughs> knackered, isn't he? Um, so, France versus Switzerland. Bucharest, can we only see one winner in this? Yeah, France. Switzerland. Oh, so France. <laughs> <laughs> Switzerland, the one of them teams, though, they'll, they'll always, they'll always, they never disgrace themselves. They'll always do what they can with the players that they've got. Yeah. And they have got some good players. But the second France get one. I, rem- I seem to remember, I think it was France versus Switzerland. It must. I think it was in the last Euros. I think it was nil nil, and I think it was the game where they burst like three balls, and the shirts kept ripping. <laughs> and then I'm sure there was some chat about the fact that there was loads of uh, moths. There were about us. There was some weird thing that was got anyway. I just remember it, and it was like a really good game, but it was nil nil. Mm. It was just interesting. Um, France for me. Mbappe's probably going to score. I hope he does. Be nice for him to score. He's had so many chances, hasn't he? And he's looked he's looked really good without scoring, which is uh, yeah he's just exciting. Yeah, I've I've shockingly I put France as well, um, which then takes us to the to the two the two main games, the two big ones, the one that the whole world is waiting for. Um, we've got Sweden Ukraine, which uh, is in Glasgow Tuesday at eight pm. 
before that Tuesday at 5pm at Wembley it's England versus Germany before we get to England versus Germany Sweden, Ukraine who's going to win? Goals, goals, goals <laughs> I just think it's just going to be absolute humdinger as we used to do in the episode <laughs> did we say humdinger? I said humdinger about Ukraine and Holland and I'm going to say humdinger for Ukraine, Sweden I really want sounds to... like a centre forward for um like one of the sort of Eastern Bloc countries, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> Bar- yeah, Barazov Humdinger. I'd, I'd love to say Ukraine, and if they got through, I suppose they can kind of have that dark horses tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, but they just flattered to deceive, and Sweden looked good in the last game. And um, Dijan Kulosevsky, who we highlighted yes. in the first episode, made his first little cameo. He was good, wasn't he? Really good. I thought he'd come on for the wrong team with a name like that. I know, yeah. But he's, he plays with Juve, he's only 21, he's had a really good season. And I just think with the way Forsberg's playing, they're like a collective, they're quite yeah. nice. And I just think he adds to that. And ultimately, Ukraine's inability to clean, clean sheets will not come up to yeah, I think you're right. I've gone for Sweden as well. 3-2 Sweden, though. Another 3-2. There you go. Another humdinger. Uh, and the, 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 the country of your origin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Swedes. Are you backing them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can them. I mean, you, you couldn't sure. turn up at Christmas having backed the Ukrainians, could you? Oh, no, no chance. You've got to back the Swedes all the way. I think um, with with Sweden, <laughs> they, are, they are very well settled as well. Yeah. And I think that, that counts for a lot on games like this. I mean, they obviously, they had the experience against the quarterfinals in, in 2018. Oh, the squad's changed terribly too much or, or anything like that. So, you know, and they look, I thought they approached that game really well against Poland. He was there. I know they obviously came under a bit of, bit of pressure, but like I said, they finished them off at the end. They just went waiting and waiting and waiting. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I'd, go for, I'd go for Sweden. Okay, so a little, little clean sweep for Sweden. Um, so then, to finish us off, last 16, England versus Germany, Tuesday at 5 o'clock at Wembley. We'll all be together viewing it, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully enjoying it. Because the Sweden-Ukraine game, it doesn't matter how much of a home dinger it is. If we lose that game, I ain't watching any more football. No, I'm only joking. I'm not going to that. But what do we think then, chaps? What are we thinking? Germany versus England. I'm not sure I'll, be, I'm not sure I'll enjoy it. I, I, it feels like one of those... I already hate it. Yeah. It, it just feels so... Like a playoff but, game? Yeah. And I think this is only from a fan's point of view. I think... Personally, Southgate is going to probably come out and say a lot of nice things in, in the lead-up to this. Yeah. Um, Imagine he just went into the press conference yeah, and just went, yeah. two world wars. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the mask has slipped. I, I think, yeah, I think he's he's going to get them really calm. And, and he, I, I don't think there's any of the baggage in in no. previous games. No. I think that it, you know, obviously there's a few Germany players who remember playing in England in 2010. And, Who's uh, left from that team? Muller, uh, Hummels, was he playing then? Yeah. Uh, be Neuer. Neuer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think Southgate's up. He's going he's gonna to come out and sit and keep the nation calm. That's, that's going to be his oh, job yeah. over the next couple of days. It's going to be a really difficult one. It's England have got a great chance to, to win the game, which yeah. is really strange. <laughs> I think I've said it. I've kind of said it a couple of times now. They fall on the sword. They fall on the sword. Don't read too much into it. Don't overthink it. Don't get rid of the manager. Go to Qatar next year and, and go again. Like I, I can't see yeah. the the need for a meltdown. There will be a clamouring for that. Oh, yeah. We'll, lead, we'll lead the meltdown. Um, don't you worry about that. If they play with some of the freedom they played with the other night, and particularly in the, in the start of the game, 
you know, running people, training people. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned it as well, you know, it seems like he's aimed it at this. He's aimed that squad to be competitive, to stay in games, to yeah, manage it properly. Yeah. Hit me with the results. And What's the result? score going to be? <sighs> Who's going to win? I'll go England. Yes. I'll say England. I'll say England. I think eventually England will win 2 0. Eventually? Eventually. After extra time? Yeah, eventually. Ooh. Ryan, your thoughts? Well, it's, it's certainly finally poised, isn't it? I don't think there's any result that's a surprise. And I, I would give both teams equal chances. But I'm not going to sit on the fence. I'll say England will edge it 2 1. Um, the reason I say that is where the two teams are in the cycles, England are very much reaching that kind of peak. A couple of years, England are the manager, a bit of experience, young lads come through, new group of players. We all know Hansi Flick's coming in, and I think Diego Moyo's kind of just gone, just go for it. Like, I'm gone. It's not going to be... <laughs> do you know how there was that rebirth of German football, was it, in 2012? That's reboot. Uh, yeah. I don't know, it wasn't it was it 2012 was it before Lowe came in? It was well before that. Yeah, it, was, it all got it, it all got. I think wasn't it? No, it was after Euro 2000. They went out in the group with England in Euro 2000, the and then we and whacked it, them. And now he's had 15 years in charge, hasn't he? And he's not planning ahead. He's not looking to give people minutes. He's just saying, go out, play attacking style football, and win. Did and, you did Jaggy Lowe come in after the 2006 World Cup? No, did he? he yeah. Yeah, because Klinsman was in charge of the 2006, wasn't he? Yeah. Great, he's been in charge for a long time. Hasn't yeah, exactly. And he, and he knows he's... At least his last match is going to be at one of the meccas of football. Absolutely. I agree, I agree. You look at it and you go, talked about it in depth before, but how rigid and structured England are, that is probably the weak link to Germany because mm. they're not that structured. They're, 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 it's a weird thing to say that, isn't it? Yeah, Going into an England-Germany game. Yeah, because historically they always have been, but like, the full-backs are basically attackers. They yeah. just leave three at the back. And the man for man, the team is... Everyone talks about this Germany team, like, oh, it's, the, it's, a, it's not a bad team. It's a good team that's had bad results. There's a difference. Yeah. Man for man, you go through that team. It's incredible. On yeah. It's, I, it's incredible. I, I, saw a, I saw Vish say this today, obviously. Bethuj in the hand Yeah. You know where... He said, I think he said, you, you know where the flourishes are meant to come from? They're just not coming. Mm. And there's a reason for that. I mean, I said to you the other day, Kimmich needs to be in midfield, and they moved him inside the other night in the second half, mm. and they were a lot better. But they've just got such an issue in there. I, I, but what's weird is after the France game, they moved Kimmich to right back, and everyone's saying, well, right wing back, and everyone's saying, oh, they need him there. It's like, it's one of them hindsight things, and I think we'll have that in regards to the results, won't we? When we if we get beat by Germany, everyone went, oh, I knew that would happen, and, and equally, if we win, it'll be like, yeah, but Germany aren't that good. It's kind of like, it's one of those things. I I think this England team, this is going to be a really, really weird thing to say because I hate things like this. I almost feel like it means a little bit more to them than it does the German side at the moment. Just where they are, they know them. Hansi Flick's coming in, a lot of them know, and a lot of them probably feel confident under it. I just kind of feel like this England team at Wembley, chance to put a lot of wrong things right. I don't know. There's just something about that sense of collective that I think's vital to this game. Possibly. And equally, I think that we'll see a little bit different tactic because I think we'll exploit the wide areas with pace. And I don't think, as I mentioned earlier, we've seen England attack a back three or a back two. We've seen them attack a back 
six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, and I think I think England will win as well. I think one nil. I don't like it. Oh, oh God, I love Germany just so it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Germany are going to win sixteen nil. Um, no, I think we'll, I think it'll be narrow. But I, I, having watched the three games, they look like a trustworthy team, England. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It's a really weird feeling. It's a terrible feeling. Should we just not put this episode out? We're normally we're don't, danger, don't have to admit that we said any of these things. If you can play, how can we play with the talent we've got? Well, like they said to you before, I mean, a big lad up front dropped into those faces and they didn't really pick him up. No. And I, I think if you do that, honestly, if you do that, you struggle against the likes of Kane. There's a lot more quality in England side than the Hungary's. And, and, and then we were talking about the other night, you no, Hungary put a lot of effort in. That's mm-hmm. the minimum I expect. Yeah. And I think that's the minimum Gareth Southgate's going to expect from his team. Yeah. So put a lot of effort in. It will be a big shift. I think you mentioned the other day, Dan, about giving on win this. This could be like blowing a lid off and there you go, you go on a big roll. Yeah. And that, that is literally, I mean, you look, yeah, you're at, all, you look at the shape of the tournament and who's on that side of the draw. You can clear a path. Yeah. You really can. You, can you really, really, path. really can. And I think that's... Your incentive there, if you're going to Southgate to save the players, it's a bit, it's a hurdle. It's a big, big hurdle. He's already but said it to him, hasn't he? He's you can clear said, a path yeah, if you get this one. He's already said it to him, you know, semi-finals, where we want to be. Yeah. That's exactly where we want to be. And he would have said that knowing he's going to play Portugal Germany fans yeah. in the second half. I think, I think the biggest thing is I don't think England fear anybody. And I think in previous, previous incarnations of this team, I think we've been... You know, there's there's that kind of classic thing that the the, the shirt is is way heavy. What the fuck is going on? You just I, I think I think as well, like the famous saying in a lot of sports, like goals or points win games and defenses win championships. And while we have not the best man for man defense, we're keeping clean sheets. Yeah, and in knockout football, that is the basics to winning football matches. Yeah, I think for the first time in a while, I worried about going one 0 down. Because I know there's a lot of talent there. I know there's going to be chances. See, that's what worries me the most. I, I know, but I don't, I don't worry about that. If we there is a lot of and they have to really come at us. Yeah, I, I don't worry about worry being... Good place. Come on, I then. personally don't worry about being 1-0 down. Because there is a lot of talent on there. We've hit the post every in the first 10 minutes. And yeah. a lot of people <laughs> saying that's a Gareth Southgate tactic to get that in. What, to hit the post? No, <laughs> to get that in. Just, just in the changing room, he's just drawn a big post on the wall. <laughs> See that? You hit it. But the, one of the issues we do have, and we've touched on this over the weeks, is that we still no idea what the team is going to be. Yeah. Whereas the Germans, you could probably pick the team now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've done clean sweep on England. Let's uh, let's see where we are then next week, chaps. <laughs> um, right. We'll wrap up part two. We'll come back in part three. Very quickly finish off with some listener questions. Brilliant skill. Right, so to finish us off then, chaps, we've had some, some listener questions sent to, through to us on, uh, on Twitter. The first question is from Jamie, our friend Jamie, who has asked us for our combined England-Germany 11s. I'll kick us off. What formation should we... I've gone for a 4-3-3. Three, three. Okay. Um, and I've gone for Manuel Neuer in goal. I've gone for Kyle Walker, Antonio Rudiger, Harry Maguire... And Luke Shaw. I've gone for Joshua Kimmich, Leon Goretzka, and Tony Cruz. And then up top, I've gone for Serge Gnabry, Harry Kane, and Jack Grealish. 
I wanted to pick Grealish in every single position, <laughs> but I thought that that would be just silly. And uh, I'm not picking any general ones. <laughs> <laughs> just singing Rule Britannia. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think you. I think you pick that. I don't think you go anywhere else mm. other than that. Felt sensible. Yeah. Just weird for me, Ryan. Um, but I just no, yeah, I'm just doing it on the spot here. Go ahead. Kimmich at right back. Oh. Then I'm gonna go Rudiger and Maguire. Uh, then I'll go Guzan's at left back for a laugh. <laughs> and I'll go Tony Cruz. Um, David Batty. <laughs> Paul Ince. Phil Foden. In the two. And Gundogan, just in a mad three, keeping the ball. <laughs> Forgotten about Gundogan. <laughs> Can I go back and change my prediction? <laughs> front three of Grealish, Sancho Kane. Ooh. How has the new Germany players in that front three? Sancho, get out of You can't leave Grealish out. He's on the bench. It's ridiculous. Right, let's move on to question number two then. So we had a, a question on Twitter from Don Stevenson who asked us, if we had to choose a team for a peak Wayne Rooney to play in at Euro 2020, who would we pick and why? Um, I went quite simple. Denmark, I think they're just, just, missing, just missing a striker, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair to say. A peak Wayne Rooney. Um... I mean, there was part of me who kind of wanted... Can we go for the Wayne Rooney from 2016 and just like stick him in Germany's midfield for Tuesday's <laughs> game? Just flog him. <laughs> oh, God, remember, Put him in there next to Wilshire. Remember that experiment? Uh, uh, yeah, I think. So, Pete Wayne Rooney. Oh, let me go for I'd quite like to see him in a Sweden team. Okay. Uh, Up there with Isaac. Oh, yeah. That'd be lovely. More goals. Kick it in the goal. Ryan? Uh, Spain. If they had people in, they'd be untouchable, I think. Yeah. There's no way he does all the passing around, think, no. give me the ball, no. I'm going to kick and, it in and, the goal. And they create chances. It just imagine replacing Marax's chances with peak Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Just be, he was quite good, wasn't he? Just be obscene. Uh, and then the third and final listener question. It's quite a nice one to finish for us. Um, what's your favourite food or drink from a nation at Euro 2020? Ryan, I presume it's going to be sort of Italian. I just go time. I just go pizza. Just go straight in with the pizza. Yeah. We'll have uh, some German beer. Yeah. And we will have a French dessert. Lovely. What, what, what French dessert? We're going to go like a creme brulee or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not, no, no Belgian chocolate? Oh, but that'll be with the cheese board that we get from... Also from France. Switzerland. Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, any advances on any of that? Uh, I think I mentioned it to be for the Bratwurst. Yeah, yeah, I've written Bratwurst down as well. He's been on German beer, obviously, I don't think anyone wants Carlin, did he? Well, you probably do. Could have some Belgian beer. Could have some Belgian beer. I, do, yeah. I also wrote down a bit of apple strudel. Ah, strudel. Ah, yeah, you could do some apple strudel. Um, I wrote down lasagna, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obvious, mm-hmm. innit? Mm-hmm. Bit of sauerkraut on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. All Some of that. Milk and chocolate with yeah, your cup of coffee yeah, at the milk. end. Yeah, but from the airport, <laughs> the way out. I am, I am, I am. Bit of haggis, anyone? They're out. Oh. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, come on. Yeah, so, uh, we could get some Welsh rabbit. A little bit of Welsh rabbit. I mean... That would be Should we just get all the food? Yeah, like, I mean, it's probably tight. You could get all of those food. Like, ladies and gentlemen, 
Now, all of those foods and have like a sort of Euros feast <laughs> between Saturday and Tuesday night. Um, that's that's what I mean. That's what we should do. Oh, what, what, what would your English one be? Because obviously we kind of borrow a lot of foods from from around the world, really, and class them as our own. Uh, full English. Full English. Oh, okay. Yeah. Classic, innit? Yeah. Start the day off right. We'll go for a full English Wednesday after we beat the Germans in Norway. Yeah. That was a quiet high five for me and Ryan. Um, I think that's probably time for us to wrap up, chaps. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for sticking with us. Thank you for listening to our week two of the Euros episode. We will be back again. That's week two. Uh, yeah, I get confused with the weeks. Uh, we'll talk about actual days on. I am, mate, yeah. Do I do that again? No, we'll just carry on. It's freestyle, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we'll be back again next week with our roundup of the last 16 matches. Hopefully, we'll be also looking forward to England in a quarterfinal. That would be nice. Uh, if not, then the episode will probably be short and involve a lot of crying. But uh, we'll see where we get to when we get to there. We're back on Monday with another interview with uh, Johnny Benjamin. So that's something that's worth looking forward to. Uh, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at Mark underscore man. And don't forget to use that hashtag, where's the Euros, lads? See what I did there? Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again on Monday. And uh, enjoy the football this weekend and into next week because there's bloody loads of it and it's all bloody brilliant. Thank you for listening. Well, oh, it's brilliant. He's, he called it. He is so unlucky. Hits it really, really well, Tricoski. Lovely flick. Look at the touch from Pandem. The touch makes it. Knows exactly what he's doing. He's opening his body up. Strikes it to the goalkeeper left. Oh, it's just very unlucky. Hits the post, comes back. Lovely flick from Pandem, I've got to say. Brilliant.